everyone. It's Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It. How many times can a girl say, I told you so? I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. Okay. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm done. But in a time when the world thought Elon Musk was a huge joke, when he shouldn't be taken seriously, me and you all, as my loyal listeners of Now I Get It, realized that Elon, for the reasons that I'd mentioned, as he's not about the money, he's truly a man of principle, if you followed his career at all, that he was really set on buying Twitter and very much wanting to make it happen. And I predicted that it would happen. Well, this week, yesterday, Monday, it was official. Um, In today's episode, we're going to be talking about all the controversial topics around this confirmed purchase and why I believe this is a good thing. And I'm asking all of you listeners to rise to a higher vibration and not get caught up in the clickbait headlines that have been coming out these past 24 hours and the easy accusations of what Elon will do and won't do by those who haven't really been following Elon the way I have. Just to summarize everything that happened in the last 24 hours, Twitter agreed to be bought by Elon Musk at $54.20 a share, which is a 38% premium over their current share price. This is a big deal, people. This is the largest deal to take a company private in the last 20 years. The deal was unanimously approved by all members of the Twitter board. I think it was 11 or 12. And it is expected to close later this year in 2022. The fact that the Twitter board approved this so quickly, I mean, literally this all started two weeks ago, means they kind of didn't have any other options or anyone that also wanted to swoop in and save them. In this episode, I wanted to go over the three like top clickbait topics that are controversial and people are loving to discuss. First, the Donald Trump thing. A lot of people think, oh, Elon Musk, he wants free speech. He's going to bring back Donald Trump to Twitter. Okay, that is total clickbait, jump to conclusions. Elon Musk, first of all, has never said anything about bringing Donald Trump back to Twitter or anything about Donald Trump at all. On Monday, Donald Trump announced he has no plans at all to return to Twitter and is going to stay on Truth, his social network. For those who missed it, Donald Trump launched his own social network a few months ago called Truth Social. You probably did miss it because it literally has not gotten any traction as far as consumer adoption. But business-wise, if you think about it, technically, if Donald Trump were to even go back to Twitter, that would cannibalize his own company. That would cannibalize his own social media network of user base that he just created. Why would all these users want to be on Donald Trump's social network if they should just be on Twitter and that's where Donald Trump will be tweeting? So from a business perspective, it doesn't make sense that Donald Trump would want to go back to Twitter. The second thing, this whole free speech thing, everyone is worried about Elon Musk opening Twitter up to terrible trolls and free speech. So Elon Musk said in his statement today when he was announcing the deal, quote unquote, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. What that actually translates to is Elon has said in other conversations he wants to transform the platform and promote free speech and give users more control over what they see. He'll do this by having new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, and so engineers can see what's going on behind the scenes. Or actually, there won't be any behind the scenes. It'll just be open. Uh, Defeating the spam spam bots and authenticating all human accounts. Funny enough, 
This is actually what all the other tech companies aspire to do. I'm referring to defeating the spam bots and stop providing opportunities for fake accounts to influence others. Hello, Russian fake Facebook and Instagram accounts. On the other side of it, I don't think he personally understands the responsibility of a tech platform that houses public discussion. If we look at the landscape, Facebook used to deny they were a media company. But a few years later, Mark Zuckerberg admitted to being a media company and having to organize a department to moderate posts of all the terrible, disgusting things on platform, such as child porn, nudity, violence, suicides, and more. Reddit, TikTok, Instagram have all had to stand up their own moderation departments. Twitter has one too. For Elon Musk to kind of make a blanket statement, I think that he'll have a lot to learn about the art of moderation. I don't think that he can say truly free speech on platform, no censorship. By the way, Twitter can honestly have whatever stance of free speech they choose to. The First Amendment is not a legitimate argument here. The First Amendment does not block private individuals, companies, or employers from restricting speech. In the Constitution, the First Amendment is actually about Congress not violating free speech. So in this instance, social media platforms responsible for suspending President Trump's accounts, they, these companies are privately owned and operated. They are free to limit the content on their sites without violating the First Amendment. Finally, the clickbait of how can Twitter even make money under Elon Musk thing? So, so throughout this purchase journey, Elon Musk has been quoted as saying he doesn't care about the economics at all. Like I said in my last episode, I actually believe this is the most pure and freeing perspective to approach a company where you're not beholden to Wall Street and shareholders and like making a revenue where you can truly lead a company based on principle. A handful of Twitter employees have been upset about how all this has played out and it's been so thrashy, Um, but there are definitely a bunch that are celebrating Elon Musk's bid for the company and have been quoted to journals that, and have been quoted to newspapers that they believe his impact would be positive for the company. This is coming from within the company. How messy is it inside if the employees are welcoming Elon Musk? I think before Elon Musk bought this company, there were a lot of writing on the wall. It was revealed during these last few weeks that The Twitter's board collectively owns almost no shares, which means that they literally don't make money if the company doesn't make money, which is kind of off-putting. Jack Dorsey waited till the end of Monday night to give his official statement in a tweet, of course, and I actually thought it was really beautiful what he said. So for background on Jack Dorsey, if you don't know, yes, he's the co-founder and former CEO of Twitter, but he's also super spiritual woo-woo, like wakes up at 5 a.m. for an ice bath and meditation. He is exactly what um, that HBO show, Silicon Valley, the tech CEO, Gavin Newsom, is based on, just if that gives you an idea. So Jack writes a really long tweet, but some of the most thoughtful lines that he says is, Elon's goal of creating a platform that is maximally trusted and broadly inclusive is the right one. This is the right path. I believe it with all my heart. (laughs) All right, continuing on. The idea and service is all that matters to me, and I will do whatever it takes to protect both. Twitter as a company has always been my sole issue and my biggest regret. It has been owned by Wall Street and the ad model. Taking it back from Wall Street is the correct first step. And he goes on to, you know, kind of like say how excited he is about Twitter. 
like I mentioned in the last episode, I think Elon will be good for Twitter. He is so freaking innovative, single-handedly turning electric cars sexy in society's eyes, making it feel somewhat close that mankind will live on Mars in the foreseeable future. Um, oh yeah, and his Boring company, no, guys, it's called Boring, um, announced yesterday the Hyperloop will be at full-scale testing later this year, which is that underground bullet train between San Francisco and Los Angeles. Twitter has been around since 2006 and literally looks the same, feels the same, does the same thing now, 16 years later. If there's anybody that can bring this company into the next generation of internet companies, it should be Elon Musk. That's it for today's episode, everyone. Cannot wait for this next episode. What'll happen? Part five of this Twitter drama? We'll see. Until next time, talk to you guys later. Bye.